Hello, it's Pastor Malcolm here. Welcome to our service for Sunday the 26th of December, which is Boxing Day in the UK. The name Boxing Day originates from the time when many people in the UK had servants. And because the servants worked on Christmas Day, they had Boxing Day off and their employers would give them gifts, special Christmas boxes filled with lots of goodies. Today we celebrate Boxing Day really as the day we relax and eat our leftovers or maybe go to the shops and see what is on special offer after the Christmas rush. Today in our service I want us to think about joy. What is joy? How do we become joyful people and remain joyful even when the going is tough, even when we are tired and worn out? There's much joy around the Christmas stories. One of the popular carols we sometimes sing is Joy to the world, the Lord has come, let earth receive her king. In Luke 2, when the angel appeared to the shepherds, they said, Do not be afraid, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. So we're going to be exploring joy together, but before we do that, let's listen to Gloria sing uh, the beautiful carol, O Little Town of Bethlehem. And then we will pray. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in the dark streets shineth the everlasting light, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. For Christ is born of Mary and gathered all above, while mortals sleep the angels keep their watch of wandering love. O morning stars together proclaim the holy birth, and praises sing to God the King, and peace to men on earth. The readings from Luke chapter 1 and from verse 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants for ever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, who is going to have a child in her old age, 
and she who is said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. And then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you amongst women, and blessed are the child is the child you will bear. But why am I so favoured? that the mother of my Lord should come to me. As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfil his promises to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. Amen. We thank God for his word. What is joy? When am I joyful? And how do I live a life filled with joy? You see, we know that joy is different from happiness. Happiness is a light spirit, a, a contentment with how things are in our lives. Enjoying a moment when there is laughter or a sense of well-being. But joy is something that goes deeper, or rather it comes from a deeper place. It is a deep sense of thankfulness and hopefulness that sustains you even through difficult and sad times. It's hard to be happy when you are suffering, but, but you can be joyful through suffering. In James chapter 1, verse 2 to 3, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. James is saying that we can be joyful because through trials we're learning to persevere. And perseverance is the ability to keep going when we feel like giving up. We don't give up because we are hopeful that things will turn out well. Such hope doesn't just keep us going. It enables us to keep going with a joyful spirit. I want to share with you uh, three biblical principles to help you sustain your joy. And, and these are principles that we kind of draw out of the Christmas story. Firstly, you are joyful when you receive something that you were promised. When we read through the Christmas story, we find many times references to the promises of old being fulfilled in the birth of Christ. So Matthew's Gospel tells us that the virgin birth, the place, which is Bethlehem, the exile of Jesus and his family to Egypt and the slaughter by Herod of the young infants were all prophesied in the Old Testament. Luke records that when Mary went to meet Elizabeth and they shared the news together, that was in our reading, she said, My soul glorifies the Lord, my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. You see, these were promises, the things that happened around the birth of Christ were promises which were being fulfilled. And as the people saw them and understood that these were promises of God from the prophets of old and they were being fulfilled in front of their eyes, it brought great joy. You see, maybe yesterday, Christmas Day, maybe you received a gift. 
that you were expecting and had been promised. Somebody said to you, I'll get that for you. Well, then there's joy when you open it and realise it's something you wanted. Of course, there's disappointment when your expectations are not fulfilled. But the, G the Jews in Jesus' day, they'd been promised a coming saviour, Messiah. And so when it, is, it was announced that the time had come and the promises were being fulfilled, there was so much joy. So the first thing is that you're joyful when you receive something that you were promised. Secondly, you are joyful when you receive something that is better than what you expected. You see, this is also a feature of the Christmas story. A promise is given to Mary, but it's confirmed by the fact her relative Elizabeth has conceived in old age. Elizabeth and Zachariah, they'd been unable to bear a child and this must have given them a great deal of sadness. But when the miracle happens and Elizabeth is pregnant, this is over and beyond what anyone was expecting and brings great joy to everyone. The shepherds too, they would have known that they were walking where King David had walked. When David was a young man looking after the sheep in the fields around Bethlehem, if you remember the story, Samuel comes to Jesse and he says, you know, one of your sons is going to be the next king of Israel. And, and Jesse brought out all his sons and, and Samuel said, no, none of these, there must be another one. And he said, well, David, he's out in the fields with the sheep. So they sent for him. Well, the shepherds around Bethlehem, they were in the same place. They were walking in where Dave, King David had walked when he was a young man. They were, they were out in the fields with the sheep in the way that David was out in the fields with the sheep. They knew the stories and they knew the promises that a, a Messiah was coming, one who would follow in the footsteps of King David. But they never expected to see Jesus for themselves. They never expected to have a front row seat. They never expected to be amongst the first who would go there and see Jesus in the manger. The Messiah had come and there he was, right in front of their eyes. God made flesh in front of them. This was over and beyond what they expected. And the Bible says that they returned to their fields, glorifying and praising God for what they had seen and heard. So their joy was increased because what they saw and heard and received was even better than they expected. And you are joyful when you receive something that's better than what you were expecting. Thirdly, you are joyful when you share a special moment with others. That element of being with others at the special moments in life. When there's a birthday or a special anniversary or a Christmas, most people want to join with others who are close to them to celebrate that moment because it's sweeter when we celebrate together. And you can see how joyful Elizabeth and Mary are as they share the news of the babies they are carrying. It's all the sweeter because they came together to share that moment together. And similarly, the shepherds journeying together, they celebrated together. They, they'd heard the angels, seen the angels together. And then they journeyed together down to Bethlehem and they saw Jesus together and they went off and shared, told everybody what had happened. And made their way back to the fields. I wonder what special occasions in life give you joy. When people come together and delight in a special anniversary or a special moment together, a graduation or a wedding. 
In John chapter 15, verses 9 to 11, we read, As the Father has loved me, this is Jesus speaking, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love, and if you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. But Jesus goes on and says this in verse 11 of John chapter 15. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. So Jesus relates the joy that we receive from the Father to fellowship and obedience with him. If we stay close to Jesus, then we will remain joyful even through difficult times. If we stay close to Jesus, then even when we don't know what the way forward will be, we can find reason to rejoice. We find joy in promises fulfilled, joy in when expectations are exceeded. We find joy in sharing special moments together. But ultimately, we find joy in knowing Christ Jesus as Lord in our lives. Gloria is going to sing again and then we will pray. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his hand. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. Oh, come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. Oh, come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for the joy in the Christmas story. We thank you for the excitement that Elizabeth and Mary shared, the shepherds shared, and we too can share as we imagine ourselves in the story 2,000 years ago. Father God, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you that through Christ our hopes are fulfilled, and each and every one of us can know the joy that comes through knowing him. Help us draw near to you and be filled with the Holy Spirit, that our joy may overflow and be complete as we follow Jesus. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. I pray this coming week as you look back on the past year and look forward to the new year ahead, that you will find many reasons to rejoice at what the Lord has done. May God bless you richly. <music>